Stuff Money, personal finance podcast is for beginners who are looking to learn about personal finance and investing. It's about mindset, planning, financial literacy and investing. I wasn't taught about money at school and it's a failing on the school system. After three years of learning about money, I believe that financial literacy is massively important so you can learn how to make money and keep hold of it. If you're interested in learning about money, this is the podcast for you. We'll be covering property investing, stocks and shares, crypto and anything else I can think of that will help you avoid relying on that state pension. Now, if you enjoyed today's podcast, give it a little like. And if you have time, write a little review. Help me get the content out there and check out the show notes for some more Duff Money content. Dollar cost average with crypto and stocks. Today's podcast is going to be basically how I've been investing over the last six, seven months. And that is dollar cost averaging. Now, it's not easy investing during difficult times, times like bear markets or periods of high inflation, but it is possible. And when you look into it, you realize that serious investors use certain strategies. Serious investors like Ray Dalio, Warren Buffett, John Bogle, or Kathy Wood. And one of those strategies is dollar cost averaging. This is what I'm going to be going over in today's podcast. I think it's so important to invest no matter what is going on in the markets around the world. In fact, when markets crash, this is the best time as you get to go up the sales. So first off, I'm going to be talking about how to invest during difficult times. Now, I've been an investor for the last 20 years. I've been an investor during numerous market crashes and know what to do and what not to do. I've done everything you shouldn't do after the financial crisis of 2008. Then I read the books and learned how to invest during market crashes. Then I put my knowledge into action in 2020 when markets crashed due to COVID. First of all, I'm going to start with what not to do. This is because I've been the expert on how not to invest. So what not to do? One, avoid negativity if possible. Two, try and reduce your news intake. It's just negative anyway. Three, don't let the market conditions negatively affect your mindset. Four, don't buy high and sell low, a common mistake. Five, don't invest without a plan. Six, don't invest without the knowledge and necessary research. Seven, don't put investing to the back of your mind. Now, these seven points are just some of the mistakes that I made over a period of 10 years from 2008 to 2018. So if possible, try and avoid these seven points. In 2019, I got my financial act together. I read one book every week on anything to do with money. I consumed everything I could with books, podcasts, audibles, and YouTube videos. My financial literacy improved and I was ready to invest with skill. My long-term investing strategy is now with property, index investing, and crypto. So now I want to talk about a few things that have helped me finally invest with skill. One, work on your mindset. Two, where possible, focus on the positive. Three, surround yourself with positive like-minded people, like-minded investors, 
as your environment is massively important. Four, work on your financial literacy. Five, decide on a suitable strategy. Six, think long-term. Seven, dollar cost average. For example, invest X amount in the stock market with index investing every month despite market conditions. Eight, if in doubt, double down on your education. Nine, read about investors who have invested through many ups and downs. Again, the likes of Ray Dalio or Warren Buffett, there's loads of experts. You can get the books, read up on how they've invested during market ups and downs. So these nine points are just some of the things I've been learning about over the last three or four years that have helped me finally invest with skill. Now I'm going to be talking about how to invest when inflation is high. Investing is not easy at the best of times. When inflation is high, investing becomes very difficult. In some cases, impossible. Investing has to be a priority for people in the UK and around the world. Nobody is going to give you a job for life and a final salary pension. They just don't exist anymore as we have well and truly moved past the industrial age. Spend less than you earn and invest the rest. This is a personal finance mantra I've heard time and time again over the last few years. This is what needs to be done to enable you to become an investor. In 2021, I ended up going balls deep into crypto at the start of November. It didn't work out as planned. As markets crashed, I found myself with my cash buffer tied up on crypto. Fortunately, I remained positive and managed to think long term. This was after a few hard months of anxiously looking at coin market cap. Over the last six months, I've looked at my personal finances and made the necessary cuts. I've managed to get a new job with an increase in income. It's been hard, but with a new job, a bit of overtime and personal finance cuts, I've managed to build that cash buffer back up again of around three to four months expenses. With my personal finances back in order, I've got back to investing. Mindset, then personal finances, build up a cash buffer, then it's time to invest. This is what I've been preaching when anyone will listen over the last few years, and over the last six months, I've had to really practice what I've been preaching. So, my dollar cost average strategy. Everyone is different and will invest in a way that suits them. I'm going to tell you how I've been using a tried and tested strategy to get back into investing. Dollar cost averaging has stood the test of time and might be worth getting your head around if you are unfamiliar with the concept. I dollar cost average with stocks and crypto. I've done it every month since mid 2019 with my index fund, my Vanguard life strategy fund, and I've recently started doing it with crypto. Of all my investments, I'm most bullish on Bitcoin and other crypto altcoins, but I do like investing in various assets because I believe in a diversified portfolio. Dollar cost averaging with index investing. Index investing is where you track an entire market or market. If your fund tracks the S&P 500, basically the top 500 American companies, you're looking to match the S&P returns per annum. This is a way of investing that suits me because I don't get emotional about it. I simply dollar cost average X amount each month 
and check the fund performance maybe once or twice a year. If I'd have known about index investing as an 18 year old, I'd be sat here now financially independent, but I'm not gonna cry over spilt milk. I know all about it now and it's much better than less than 1% interest in a high street account. I have X amount in my index fund. If I continue to dollar cost averaging in my fund until I'm 55, I will be financially independent. This is mainly because of the huge benefits of compound interest. Dollar cost average with crypto. With my personal finances back on track, I can now also dollar cost into crypto. I do this with Bitcoin, Ethereum and Polygon. I'm bullish on Ethereum and Polygon, but I'm very bullish on Bitcoin. This is because I believe that Bitcoin will eventually be the global reserve currency, or at least part of the solution to the current broken financial system. To me, Bitcoin is digital gold. It's a store of wealth. Now, I'm gonna dollar cost average into Bitcoin. Um, my current thinking is that if I hold it for decades, it'll have a massive impact on my financial future. If you manage to get one Bitcoin, I believe it will secure your family's financial future. Even 0.1 Bitcoin will make a massive difference. When adoption really accelerates and big institutions get into Bitcoin, the price will fly up, in my opinion. And I do believe we'll see $1 million plus per Bitcoin. Remember, this is not financial advice. This is just a bit of info based on my current thinking. With Ethereum, I'm still bullish, but a little bit less so. I'm bullish because of blockchain technology and the fact that ETH, Ethereum has multiple use cases. I feel Ethereum will play a big part in the future of finance and business. My current thinking is that Ethereum will go up in value more than Bitcoin, especially when it moves to proof of stake and the supply is reduced when the triple halving happens. I'm bullish on Polygon, like Bitcoin and Ethereum, and this is mainly because it gives me exposure to NFTs. Now, we don't really understand NFTs, but I think they're going to play a big part in the future of Web3, future of digital assets, and I do want some exposure. So my feeling, my current feeling is that Polygon gives me some exposure. And not only that, Polygon has been partnering up with some huge companies like Mercedes, Instagram, and even Disney. So yeah, I'm very bullish on Polygon. Now, if I make some decent profits in the next bull market with Ethereum and Polygon, I will probably cash some out and put that back into Bitcoin. And that's again, because I'm so bullish on Bitcoin. This is where most of my conviction lies because of the books I've read, the research I've been doing over the last two or three years. Now, no matter what you invest in, it's so important to keep investing no matter what the market conditions. Keep investing despite what's going on. To get my personal finance sorted, I've worked six or seven days for the last seven months. I've reduced my spending where possible. This has enabled me to get to a point where I can dollar cost average in a crypto. Now I'm convinced by crypto and will stand by my convictions. 
I fully understand the importance of investing and I'm hell-bent on becoming financially independent within a few short years. This is what I want for anyone who listens to this podcast. I love index investing and will continue to dollar cost average into my fund, but I feel that anything is possible with crypto. I feel we're still very early and that if you learn about it, you could see life-changing returns over the next few years. Again, not advice, this is just my opinion. With my experience of investing and recently acquired crypto knowledge, I'm confident of getting some life-changing returns in crypto over the next few years. Despite what's going on around the world, try and ignore the noise. Try and stay positive and realize that anything is possible if you want it badly enough. So that's about it for today's podcast. If you've liked it, please take the time to give me a little review and help me get the podcast out there so I can help beginners with their investing, help them with my experience and with what I've been learning over the last two or three years. So yeah, thanks for listening. Much appreciated. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you found value in the Duff Money podcast, please leave a little review. Your reviews will help me spread the word and help others who are interested in personal finances and investing. For a bit more of Duff Money, you can visit the Duff Money website at duffmoneylimited.co.uk. 